The next special guest host, Dennis, joins us as we talk about the craft beer news for the week. We start with Wendy talking about craft beer laws in South Carolina changing to allow for consumers to be able to buy kegs from their favorite breweries. Then the team discusses the labor strike at Leinenkugel and what labor movements could occur in the industry with the history of unions and union busting we've talked about previously. Ken talks about the Barbie movie and asks the team to pair up some of their favorite movies and shows with a beer. And Dan ends the show quizzing us on the top stouts according to Liquor.com. Whether your beer is in a bottle, can, or glass, kick back and relax. It's Better on Draft. Welcome, everybody, to the news portion of Better on Draft, July 28, 2023. My name is Ken. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly appreciate it. If you have not listened to the episode with Jim McCune, uh, episode 323 of Better on Draft, go back and listen to it. Of course, we are live Friday night starting at 7.15 p.m. Eastern uh, on Kick. Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube all at the same time. So come join us. We would appreciate it. I think we're also on Thread, or not Threads, X. X, that's what it's called now. We are on X officially. Uh, we're going to have to update the the logos on top. Uh, I'm going to go around and see what everybody is drinking, but I'm going to start with myself this time uh, because next week we are going to be live on site with this guest, and that is Loaded Dice as I'm drinking Birth of the Fat King. Wendy, what do you got? Uh, I am still drinking my favorite homebrewer, 19 Normals Hefeweizen, but I also pulled out an Ascension Let Them Drink Cake Sour. Uh, it's delicious. One of my favorites. And I found it with, during the power outage in my fridge, so it needs to be drank. Perfect. Dan, what do you got? I decided to turn up the heat a little bit. We're going to go with the Bottle Logic Dark Rituals. <laughs> After the barrel-aged beer you just drank, it's a turn up the that heat. One. Yeah, yeah, we're going to turn up the heat. All right. Uh, we do have another guest host. Welcome in. Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. And, of course, tell us what you're drinking. What's up? Uh, my name is Dennis. Uh, I am uh, the writer at uh, thepintsizereview.com. And I am drinking, it was a gift given to me, uh, from Ghost Town Brewing over in uh, Oakland, California. It's called Cave Dweller. Uh, figured it was appropriate. I realized it kind of looked like one today. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's a pretty, pretty, pretty decent uh, West Coast Pilsner. I don't know what a West Coast Pilsner is, so I'm going to have to take your word for it that it is pretty decent. <laughs> it's a, it's one of the newest fads out this way. Is yeah. that like a cold IPA, a West Coast Pilsner? Yeah, it's, it's... yeah, it's like wet and dry at the same time. What's an East Coast Pilsner? Where you dump a bunch of orange juice into a Pilsner. Oh, don't okay. <laughs> It's a hey, yeah, I want that hazy pilsner. That's what the P stands for in IPA. Dirty pilsner. Italian pilsner anonymous. I don't know. Uh, as we go over with the news each and every week, we're going to start with Wendy. Wendy, uh, what topic did you bring us today? Uh, well, I don't know. I can pick two. Do we want to go international or something close to home? Let's just do something close to home. All right. So the South Carolina has some new laws that went into effect at the beginning of the summer. Um, you know, here at Better on Draft, we like to see changes in beer laws that are beneficial to both the breweries and the consumers. And according to South Carolina Brewers Guild, the South Carolina Craft Beer Economic Development Act actually ushers in the most substantial changes to the state's craft beer laws in many years. 
Um, they are, they have two different things that have happened with this law. Um, it increases the amount of beers that adults, 21 and over of course, are allowed to take home daily from craft breweries from 288 ounces to 864 ounces. Um, that's the equivalent of a jump from one case of 12 ounce cans to three cases. Um, it also allows for, a six, for the sale of six fill kegs, um, which are 668 ounces, uh, which means that breweries can now start selling to people with home kegerators. So, and the idea of that is to um, basically keep the money in South Carolina. They want people to stop going across the border to North Carolina to pick up beer. They want them to spend more of their money in South Carolina, which makes sense. I mean, it's kind of what we do. And the second change um, is that the law allows breweries with multiple like-owned locations to transfer product more e easily from one to another um, without needing to first sell it to a wholesaler. So it's like if a brewery owned a restaurant, they could sell it to the restaurant directly instead of having to go through a wholesaler. Oh, it's so, interesting. I think I we did. we saw that with Wisconsin years ago when the Wisconsin Tavern League was like, oh my god, you know, we can't. You you have it's the the ta tavern owners were like, it's unfair because you make your own beer, so you can sell it cheaper than what we sell it for. Um, this just, I think, takes away from a lot of that dumb, you know, dumb laws that we see here in Michigan. Um, but I will uh, ask Dennis real quick: What is there? Is there a law you think that is either in Michigan or uh, close by to to where you are? Wait, I don't know where you are off the top of my head. Um, that's like comparable that you can chat about. Or about like uh, the the amount you can take home? Like yeah, that? that's yeah. A, that, that actually kind of just blew me away a bit because when I was working in the brewery scene, um, I, no. Like people just come like, hey, I want to buy a keg. Awesome. All right. Let me get you a keg. Which keg do would you like? Would you like two? And um, I, I'm just not familiar with that. That's why I was kind of blown away when you're reading that. Like you can only take X amount of ounces home. Uh, that seems strange to me. And I get it. You want to avoid the idea. Like it, it, South Carolina has that three-tier system, right? For the three entities, right? Yeah, and it's similar to what we have in Michigan, but you can still buy directly from uh, at least most smaller brewers, as far as I am aware of. There are a lot of things like brewers cannot rebuy back from the wholesaler once you sell it to the wholesaler. Yeah. Um, so that's that's definitely a crazy thing. I did know back in the, the world of Indiana, uh, when I would buy three Floyds and bring it over into Michigan. You could only buy one kegs worth uh, of beer. You could not buy more than a half barrel um, because they didn't want people like me going from Indiana and bringing back. Uh, I think, I think I brought back somewhere around $1,200, $1,300 worth of beer, <laughs> uh, which of course is also illegal in Michigan because you can't cross state lines with that much beer. Um, because they don't consider yeah they, they don't consider that personal uh consumption which it wasn't they, um, they just don't know us apparently <laughs> uh but what about you dan i mean you've got like do you have any maximum ounce you because you got a kegerator now do you have any, i do like, have a kegerator any um, issues buying kegs or i, I mean 
it's an issue finding a brewery that sells them. A lot of them don't. Um, we could talk all day about my second favorite city, which is Salt Lake City. We can talk about Utah laws all day long. Um, for example, not being able to pour more than five uh, percent alcohol out of a keg. For example, uh, can't sell kegs to consumers. They had the Zion Curtain Law where they couldn't pour a mixed drink in front of customers uh, to not affect, um, you know, they didn't want children seeing the production of a alcoholic beverage being made in front of them. I, I mean, there's the children. A, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the Zion Curtain Law is one of my most uh, interesting ones. I mean, they were one of the last ones to go away from 3.2 beer. Even though you go to these places, we talked about it a few weeks ago. I was drinking a beer that was less than 3% wondering why I had eight and was still sober. So, I mean, there's a lot of laws out there. Um, where I'm at, it's a wild west. You can do whatever you want. Uh, there's self-distribution. There's um, there's basically nothing. Um, they even made laws where you could sell to-go liquor uh, during COVID. So there's nothing really here in my specific state we could talk about. Well, Wendy, what... What did you think about it? Do you think it's going to be good for South Carolina? Obviously, they laid out what they wanted uh, to fix the the law. You know, people going to North Carolina and taking their money out of state. I think it'll work well. I mean, I know usually when I go to South Carolina, I fly back. So three cases isn't coming home with me unless I bring like four suitcases. But um, I think that a lot of people would probably use that. I have friends that would go and pick up stuff for us and set at like Barrio and send them different places. So I could see that instead of going to Asheville, they would stay closer to home and send some of that stuff out instead. Of course, you could join us live on Twitch, Kick, YouTube, Facebook, as did Bats McGee on our Twitch. And he says, no beard laws is good beer laws. Uh, which I believe uh, is definitely a, a good sentiment. Uh, but as we continue, Dennis, it's your time to shine. What do you want to talk about today? All right. I'll, I saw uh, just the other day. Um, I, okay, I don't know what everybody's uh, journey was to finding beer, craft beer, anything like that. You know, best beer is a beer in your hand. But I know when I was growing up uh, in the UP of Michigan, one of the beers that got me to like beer was lining kugels, right? I think we've all been there. Go to the gas station. There it is. And I saw in the news that uh, Lining Kugels, uh, currently a lot of their workers, or essentially all their workers that are making their beer, have gone on strike. Uh, and I find that pretty fascinating. Um, and I didn't know how many union unions there are that works in the brewing scene. Um, but it was just fascinating to me as I was going through it. Um, their last contract was in 2020 um, that they signed uh before you know all the lockdowns that we all went through there um and they uh according to here uh the washington post the last contract was in 2020 uh raises have not been uh, commensurate to inflation which has jumped about 18 percent uh since they signed that contract there a lot of disagreements and they walked out it was either earlier this week or late last week i can't remember what exactly but um but yeah i find it just fascinating and especially at Anyone else has been watching things going on, uh, kind of newsworthy. You, you have the Writers Guild on strike. You have uh, the Screen Actors Guild on strike right now. And uh, UPS just dodged a shutdown that would have cost, I don't know how many billion dollars to the company and trade in general. 
But um, I'm just curious on if we'll be seeing a little bit more of that as pay doesn't keep up for people. Um, has I don't know if anyone's worked in a brewery or worked in the it worked as a brewer. It's not exactly a lucrative position, but it's a necessary position for all these businesses. I just I'm curious to see where that's going. And if anyone else heard or has any thoughts on that, I'd love to hear it. I I'd love to hear Dan first because I I always right. love Dan's yeah yeah yeah. So I was going to take a stab at this because and I'm going to tread lightly here. Um, Ken and I I sent a message about this earlier, but you know, Anheuser Busch just had to lay off a substantial number of people due to the drop in sales of Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Um, so it happens. Um, now let me just make sure I heard you correctly. The line in Google staff struck. They're on strike yeah, now. They're on strike right what now. What was what was the reason? That they, was it pay? Uh, workers' demands, uh, fair wages, requesting a living wage that reflects the cost of living and health benefits. And, and I think uh, we're going to see more and more of this. Yeah, yeah. we're going to see more and more of this because pay isn't keeping up. Yes, um, as we just saw, that inflation is way down, but mm-hmm. still there are. I mean, they could go find a better job paying more money still. Um, oh, yeah. And these companies have to realize that if they don't start you know, doing what they need to do to keep their people, their people are going to leave plain and simple. It's as easy as that. Yeah, absolutely. The people making the product of which the company needs to be made. And, you know, um, and I'll use this example. If you've ever watched the show undercover boss, you see these executives try to go do the jobs that these people are doing. They don't know how to do it. So what are exactly are you going to do if your people leave? Yeah. I not their job. Uh, like, it, there's yeah. no way. There's no way. Yep. So I'm just curious on the industry wide like implications of this. You know, it's just it's one brewery it was bought in 1988. You know, and sold off then. But uh, and I know it's gone through a bunch of different changes in owners. Who who owns Line and Kugels now? I think it's uh, it's still Miller Coors. I think is it Molson Coors? Yeah, Molson Miller Coors. Yeah, yeah. But lot, you know, I just so what they I'm need to do is to bring the cocoa shandy back. <laughs> Still got a can in my fridge. Don't don't know when I'm gonna uh, crack yeah. it open. If they if they hire scab open. workers, it's coming back, baby. Here's aren't they coming out eventually? Here's what I think Dan will might agree with me is that I think if two things can can could happen one if they hire scab workers um they're gonna get a lot of money from outside unions um that will uh you know help them promote them benefit them the workers that are on strike Mm -hmm. and secondly i think that if they do pay their the fair share like they raise their wages i think Mm -hmm. you might see a lot more worker or workers organizing, not necessarily in just the brewers industry, but the entire hospitality industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that there are some uh, current hospitality industries that are on strike, like, um, um, oh my God, hotels, cleaning crews, oh, um, okay. where you know there it's it's n- hospitality in the sense of hotel cleaning, but not in the world of restaurants and such. If they meet these demands, I mean, the first thing I think we just need to get rid of tipping together and just pay a a living wage for everyone. So that's just my personal opinion there. But I'm sorry. 
It's like, what a thought. Uh, but for me, like, I believe that this will allow for a lot of people who may not feel like they could labor up to start joining labor unions. And I think a lot of people in the restaurant industry, specifically even in the fast food industry, we saw this for a lot of fight for 15 groups um, in the labor movement back pre-COVID uh, start to kind of gain traction. Um, I think you're going to see it a lot more as people realize that they can do it because they don't realize that each restaurant can band together as one union um, instead of each restaurant having to have their own separate union. Mm-hmm. Um, Wendy, I know we've all talked a lot. What do you think? Um, I agree pretty much with what everybody else is saying. Eventually, eventually businesses are going to have to figure out a way to pay their people properly. And health insurance is, is really just no joke at this point. Because it is expensive. Yeah, I'm gonna um, throw this out here too, really quick. And Dennis, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, but and this is really against a lot of things. Ken knows me actually quite well. Um, but I'm gonna use uh, fast food chain In and Out out here on the West Coast as an example. They're paying people $21 an hour, and the hamburgers don't cost $15. So. You probably all know what I'm getting at from all those fights in the past, so I'll just leave it at that. Well, I think I think it's important to to quantify what you're saying, and what you're saying is is that the raise in wages is not a one to one raise in price of food. You, you're, you've not, all, you're not yeah, doubling you, doubling the wage does not double your cost. It's just part of your cost. Exactly. You've heard the argument that if you do that, it's going to raise the price of a Big Mac, for example, to $15. It doesn't do that. End of story. No, no, not well, at all. They're not paying them $15 an hour, and I'm already paying $10 for a value meal anyways. When your value meals are not less than $10, I'm not seeing the value there. Back in my day, I remember a Dave's triple meal costing six sixty seven at Wendy's. So why wasn't it six sixty six? That's the real question. I taxes. I don't know. Rock and roll, baby. Um, uh, no, and to to that point, and to the to defend, especially some of like these smaller brewers, smaller restaurants, anything like that, they're on razor thin margins, right? You know, they 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 are getting by on the skin of the teeth. Many of them. Um, I just don't have a lot of sympathy for a lot of the bigger, the the the, the big dogs in the game, right? They, they can't afford to make those to make those wages happen. They can't afford to take care of the employees. It's a choice not to. Um, it's a business choice. But anyways, that is my soapbox. So um, thank you for coming to my TED talk. I, I. Guys, it was not me on a soapbox this time. Uh, I, it's, it's weird. Um, from the Facebook group, Gary says, side note, UPS has, hasn't has ratified the deal. Several delegates are not happy with the terms. Uh, so as we are talking July 28, 2023, that's where we are in this moment of time. Um, but we we saw with when Surly, Surly was union busting um, a year, year and a half ago. Um, we also ha- see the positive of what a proper union and co-op can be with Anchor. Anchor, the folks who work at Anchor want to buy it from Sapporo and brew their beer as a co-op as opposed to um, everyone, you know, kind of being out of a job. So there's there's a lot of positives for union work. Um, I grew in like a, I grew up in a union household who 
if I'm not mistaken, mind you, my memory of the 90s fades because one, I drink, two, I was a child. Uh, but I'm pretty sure my dad crossed the picket line because I'm pretty sure my dad uh, had to work. Like he was like, I got a family to support. I can't sit here and not make money. I got a mortgage. I can't afford to not work. And, you know, he was stuck in a position that sucks um, when you have to make that decision. But um, I know he's worked in the health industry where he's picketed and didn't cross the picket line. I know he's worked in other pick, you know, uh, he, he works for one of the big three. And I know he's worked, you know, been on the line and has not crossed it. But when you're a desperate person, desperate measures. Um, so be mindful of that when the people are doing that. Um, it's it's definitely not the uh, uh, the mindset that a lot of people have that are pro union, but, um, you know, I lived it. I understand it. It's, it's a shit thing to have to go through. Um, and you want to do what's best for you. You want to do what's best for your coworkers, but in the end, um, you want to do what's best for your family. And sometimes you got to make really hard decisions. And I don't like, I don't think anybody should be blamed for that. Um, but I want to go to a happy, uh, conversation folks. Um, uh, if you guys went to go see Barbenheimer or the Barbie movie or Oppenheimer, um, as many of these movie theaters are allowing you to buy as they have their own bars, they, a lot of them have pretty decent uh, craft beers, uh, cocktails, they'll make special events. If you look on our uh, friends group, porchdrinking.com, they actually did an ultimate sixer for the Barbie movie. It's a handful of beers that we do not have uh, here in Michigan. Um, you might have some of them over in Arizona, uh, but obviously porch drinking is based out of Colorado. So I'm guessing a lot of these are from the Colorado or Colorado uh, ish area. And sadly there's no beer for me. If you're watching the video, it tells me right here, there is no beer for Ken uh barbie is everything but i am just ken um i got plenty of that shit in the 90s and 2000s it is a reason why i drive a chevy cruise and not a chevy malibu uh because there is no way in hell uh that i'm rolling around as malibu ken oh that's some bad energy you're putting out there man uh funny <laughs> so my question to you guys that I want to bring out is, is that, uh, you know, the, the Barbie movie is out. Um, but what about your favorite movie or the movie that you like to watch the movie that you like to watch while you're, you know, sick or something like that, your comfort movie. I, I want to know all of your movie and beer pairings that you think match very, very well. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start this off. Um, because for me, my favorite, like movie to watch is like when I'm sick, when I'm ill, when I just want something to, to mindlessly watch, it's actually hot tub time machine. Uh, the mid two thousands classic, it, Amazing. it hits every oh. single mark. Um, it, it's got, you know, fun <laughs> time. Just Google it. Yeah. Crispin Glover plays a great job in that. Uh, does a great job in that movie. Um, so for me, uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, obviously they are living in the 80s. Um, so I would say that to go well, and I believe it's actually in the movie, um, OE, Old English, some malt liquor 
with hot tub time machine. You could probably time it to drink the whole 40 through the movie, you know, pace yourself, play a drinking game, if you will. Um, but that would be my like movie and beer pairing that kind of goes together and that the next time that, well, again, I watch it when I feel sick, but I think the next time I go put it on, I'm going to, I'm going to watch it. But Dan, um, I, so I've been one of your really good friends for 20 years Mm -hmm. and I don't even know what one of your favorite movies is. I'm a terrible friend. I'm, I'm not really a big movie guy. So if I had to pick one movie, my favorite movie, at least over the last, you know, a couple of decades is Red Dragon, even though they completely butchered it from the book. Um, I'm more of a TV series kind of guy. And I'm glad you mentioned Hot Tub Time Machine because the show I like to go back and watch is Mr. Robot. And if you remember, I believe it was season two of Mr. Robot. Greg Robinson played one of the best roles I've ever seen him in, if not his best role. Um, but yeah, I'm more of a TV guy. Um, now you wanted to know my go-to beer? Uh, a, a beer that pairs with Mr. Robot. Uh, I don't know what would bear, would pair specifically with that. Whatever stout I have in my fridge currently. Um, if it had to be something, it'd probably be something local, like a white Russian, um, because it's easy to get, or whatever bottle logic I have to happen in, have in my cupboard at the time. Well... Uh, you know, I, I would think maybe a, uh, since it is Mr. Robot, like think of maybe an AI beer or what the hell's an AI beer, Uh, a beer that's like the recipe was created from AI, uh, Atwater did one card, all the official intelligence IPA. I don't Um, even know about these beers. I'm scared. What's going on? Well, as a, a uh, forewarning, we're actually going to be uh, – we're writing for the local poor magazine, which is out of Macomb County, Michigan. And we did a, a whole uh, article about AI beers. So go check it out if you're in the Macomb County area. Every single place that sells booze will probably have that magazine. Uh, Wendy. So my favorite movie in the entire world is the – is Mr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh, gosh, I haven't saw that movie forever. Wow. It's seriously one of the best movies ever. And I think I've really been trying to pair what I would drink with that. I think I would pick something summery, maybe a Hef or a Kolsch, something light that isn't an... Yeah, I would say it's probably a Hef or a Kolsch would be my pick to go with that movie because it's just got nice like inspirational vibes it makes you want to be a better person by the time you're done watching it that's what a lot of beer makes me want to do once makes me want to be a better person uh (laughs) or at least a better person than i was two hours ago (laughs) uh dennis what about you Oh, man. Okay, you presented a couple different questions in one question, though. You said, what do you watch when you're sick? What's your favorite movie? What would you pair with it, right? The 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 It's it's what's your favorite movie, but it can be your favorite movie, the movie you like to go to, the movie that's your, you know, um, what you watch when you're sick. Like, not, like what's, what's the, just give me a movie and beer pairing. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So if I'm sick, I'm watching all three Lord of the Rings movies again. That's what's happening. Now, if I had Never to pair, it. it takes about 14 hours. Uh, but like, uh, if you're going to be drinking while doing it, 
I would say something to pair with it would be like an amber ale or something along those lines, something nice and easy to drink, something something that uh, you feel like you could drink out of like a horn mug kind of deal, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That something won't put along you to sleep? It won't put you to sleep. doesn't have to be super heavy. So uh, amber ale, Alaskan amber, that's always a that, – that, that's an old classic. Uh, uh, but uh, Dan mentioned uh, TV shows and – uh, Futurama is always my go-to TV show. It always is. And there's a beer that was made by Shorts Brewing Company in Bel Air, Michigan, called Slurmlord, and uh, which is and it, and it had uh, the I can't remember the name of the slug that was featured in that episode of, of Futurama. Slurm is the the drink, and the tagline for Slurm in Futurama is it's highly addictive, and I love it so much. So if they would make that beer again, I would buy all of it and I would watch Futurama again. New season start on Monday. <laughs> all right. Well, that is everybody's article except for Dan. Dan. Yeah, I, got, I got a fun one for us today. Um, so liquor.com put out an article about the 12. Let me make sure it was the 12. Yeah. The 12 best stouts to drink in 2023. So, and I know a lot of us are stout drinkers, and I think we're going to be surprised with this. So, I want to take a couple of guesses between you guys, Dennis. I don't know what kind of beer you like, but um, if it's wet, I'm going to drink it. (laughs) I want to go through this and see your guys' opinions on what you think that should be the best of these compared to what they chose. So, we'll save the best overall for last, but best milk stout. What do you think the best milk stout to drink in 2023 is? Left hand. We'll start with you. Left I was hand. about to say exactly that. Left hand stout. What about you, Wendy? Yeah, I guess I'll go with left hand. I, I personally wouldn't choose it. I would go with um, something different, but yeah, it's left hand. Um, best oatmeal stout. Uh, I'll, I'll start it off and I'm going to just say founder's breakfast stout. Good choice. Wendy? Um, is Older Asputin considered an oatmeal stout or a barrel? Which one? Older Asputin? Older Asputin uh, would be a Russian Imperial. Okay. Um, I don't know on that one. Yeah, it's well, tough to think of oatmeal stouts. There's not a lot of them out there. I think with... there is, but it's hard to like pick one that's like the best. I they would pick, yeah. I'd say probably was it is uh, the poet from New Holland a oatmeal stout? Dennis, you are correct. They pick New Holland's the poet as the best. Yeah, oatmeal baby. Stout. There we go. <laughs> Here's a fun one: best coffee stout. I don't know. <laughs> Breakfast um, out? Is that a coffee stout instead yeah, of yeah. a... There is I, coffee in breakfast out. All right, I'm going to breakfast. I don't know if coffee stout. Um, Sweet Baby Jesus. Oh, oh Duclaw. That's oh, a good one. That is a great choice. I'm going to say KBS, probably. Another good choice. It's actually Stone Zoshi Vesa. Oh, that's such they chose. a good beer. Yeah. Here's an interesting one. Best dry Irish stout. I don't know, Guinness? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll just go. Is. It's Guinness Extra Stout. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, the, it's the one they, we were drinking in Canada, Ken. Um, oh, yeah. If you remember. Yeah. 
I don't. You do exact, um, don't tap that night. D- don't tap. <laughs> Great night. So here's the one that kind of threw me off. I didn't know this was an option. Best oyster stout. I don't even. I can't even name one. I know a Rocky Mountain oyster stout out of out of Denver. But I don't like anything. Well, that's what I'm going to say. Rocky Mountain oyster stout. Let's go. No, this is Fonta oh. uh, Flora. <laughs> Just no. Brackish. I've never heard of that one. It's out of North Carolina. Um, best American stout. Oh, geez. Um, I I don't even. I know it's like overload of who to pick for this. What's what's like, but but like with all these other stouts, like what's then just an American stout? It like, doesn't say what the difference is. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a, um, what's the like a a category and a definition and all that stuff. I have no idea. Does I, anyone have any guess? Uh. uh me, I'm not very tall. I'm American. Let's go. <laughs> What's your guess? <laughs> I think he was. I think he was saying it was him. That was. Oh, like... oh, <laughs> no! It's it's Bell's special double cream stout. Oh, that That's was actually... what I was gonna say next. That, that, you almost <laughs> guessed that. Um, it's actually a really good one. beer. <laughs> yeah, I want to try this one. Kalamazoo stout or it's the cream know. stout. Yeah, yeah, double cream stout. Um. This one you might be able to guess. Uh, Best American Imperial Stout. Um, well, it's Imperial. Is is it barrel aged or no, it's not barrel no. aged? Okay. Um, are we all just guessing? Speedway. Yeah. It's a good guess. Gary says BCBS, but obviously that's this is not it's barrel not barrel aged, so you might be a little. A little late. Uh, Bats McGee's saying old Rasputin. That's that's a Russian Imperial. Uh, Wendy, what did you say? I would think something out of Russian River. It's actually Prairie's Bomb. We are not very good at this. We're not very good at this. So let's move. Let's move to this one. Best Russian Imperial. Uh, I'm gonna go. Said it so far. I'm gonna go with Bats McGee's guess. Old Rasputin. I would guess my beer, uh, go to Gulag, which is a Russian Imperial. But what do you guys think? Uh, is I'm Big s- Bad Baptist one? Oh, Big Bad Baptist epic. is barrel aged. Okay, one of okay. my favorite breweries. Shout out back to Salt Lake City. They're great. Yeah. Oh, they're amazing. Gary's saying bombs from Prairie are barrel aged. So you lied to us, Dan. I mean, I'm going off of this, so I don't think the regular bomb is barrel aged. I'll drink one tonight when I I'm I'm looking up on the internet. It doesn't say it doesn't it, say it actually doesn't say it's barrel aged, Gary. I mean the other ones like the variants maybe, but I think Prairie Bomb might be just uh the standard bomb. Yeah, I don't think it's 13% banger. I know but New what, Year. Can I have a second beer on air here? Yeah, go yeah. for it. Have as much as you want. <laughs> Sweet. Sounds like this. But okay, um, uh, yeah, everyone's correct. It's old Rasputin. Um, oh, I was just <laughs> posting what Bats McGee posted. Yeah, it's it's old Rasputin. Um, well, that's why two I said, more. Have we said it already? Two, two. We'll go through two more here. Um, best barrel aged stout. That's so. Is, is it is it barely? Is it 
I'm just going to go with the GOAT, Bourbon County. Like, Gary uh, commented earlier, is there a goatier goat than Bourbon County? <laughs> there is. Dennis, is there, where do you live? Is there? Uh, bad, is, if, it's, if it's Dragon's Milk, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, Dragon's Milk. Fuck. And, you know, I'm sitting here drinking a bottle Logic. Who I think are the kings of barrel aged beers. So I, I agree. Get... I agree with you, but could you create a general consensus barrel aged beer? Like even with all the Bourbon County barrel aged beers, which we actually uh, spoiled all of them on our website, betterondraft.com. Go check out the July labels Terrible. for Illinois beers. Terrible choices uh, go, this year. Go find all the variants. Um, but like when when. When I think barrel aged beer, like, and I think Dragon's Milk, like, I don't, I don't really think, I think after the fact, all the variants, I think Dragon's Milk. When I think Bourbon right. County, I think Bourbon County, and then the variants after the fact. Like with Bottle Logic, Bottle Logic's got banger after banger after banger, but they don't, yeah. like, I shout I, out to Seamus. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I could not name a, a Bottle Logic beer that would be like the beer. That's fair. That is fair. Because, like you, yeah, they're always you, putting out, as you said, banger after banger, and they're always different. So you're absolutely like that, right. That's, that's the thing. Like, every single Bottle Logic beer is going to be a 9, but what's that 10? That's, yeah, good point. So what's the consensus on this one? What do you all think? Oh, it's, uh, it's milk. Gary McGray says Black Ops. Uh, oh, wait a second. Mutbo on Twitch says Flying Buffalo. It's a Russian Imperial, but still barrel aged. Um, I'm still going with BCBS. I, I still feel like it might be since they already brought in New Highland. Either it's going to be Dragon's Milk or because they did the poet, it's not going to be Dragon's Milk. What do you think, Wendy? I think it should be Dragon's Milk, but I don't know. There's... That beer is just so consistent, but I just don't think it has the yeah. dish. Well, it, does it doesn't have the doesn't have the distro, it. but the poet one. I don't know. But I'm I'm talking myself. They service. they do have but the Dragon's distro. Milk does have the distribution. That's the one beer you that get gets out around the country. Anywhere. Yep. Yeah. I could go get one right now. That's the that's the nationwide distro. So um, can Dennis, I? <laughs> Dennis, you were going with <laughs> Dragon's Milk. That's what I was saying. Okay, it's Goose Island. I Son definitely, bitch. I definitely disagree. I think it's Dragon's Milk, but yeah. So we're gonna go again. To the best. We're not agreeing or disagreeing. We're trying to figure <laughs> out what the folks at liquor.com. Liquor.com. Here's here's gonna be the fun one. Best overall stout. Oh Jesus. Um. <laughs> if I can't because I'm, I'm assuming form. I'm assuming it's not going to be any of those beers that were selected. So it's it gonna is be not probably, any of those selected beers. It's probably going to be a beer that I chose, and I'm going to fucking hate you because I feel like you chose this. Therefore, it's going to be CBS. Okay, Wendy, what do you think? I think it would be KBS over CBS. Dennis, well, they took my answers. I think I, I, <laughs> I yeah, you can agree. You think it's like I, KBS or CBS? Which one? Here, here. So you know what? Wait. I will say now which one we like better, which one that people would buy more. 
CBS had such like a had like everyone was like freaking out about it coming out, and then and then they made way too much of it, and it was very oh yeah, you could I, I could probably get you a two or three year vert on the shelf over in my easily. store near Ipsy easily everywhere. <laughs> if, if you haven't seen, go to Facebook.com, see some of the posts that I've made of some of those weird ass long old beers. I I found some OG uh, Arcadia uh shipwreck porter i think is that oh like the God. barrel age i i found the the two-year vert with the the special glass on the shelf <laughs> um i found seven-year-old clown shoes uh space cake they're double ipa <laughs> like, i didn't realize you're an archaeologist <laughs> i what what sucks is that i'm gonna be honest with you guys right now like i would love to open a beer store in Ypsilanti, Michigan, but after seeing like these two, like it, there's a reason why it's a wasteland. But that's all right, Ken. We're gonna open a beer a lick a beer bar in Madison Heights. So I swear to God, I get two to three text messages from Matt Bush a day to open up like to to invest in it. And part of me is like, you know what? YOLO. Uh, I am too. We can always talk about that later. Uh, what What's the best overall stout according Beth, to liquor.com? You ready for this? No. D- Deschutes Obsidian Stout. Fuck whatever. <laughs> like, I can mute you right now and I should for whatever this bullshit you gave us. The best stout is the company that makes the bet one of the best porters. Yep. <laughs> I think liquor.com should stick to liquor. Yeah, it might be right. <laughs> oh god. Uh I'm, I'm, I'm not angry. The, I'm opening up the link right now. The writer Sarah Freeman is a freelance writer based in Chicago. There's the the little BCBS. You know, yeah. Uh specializing in beer, spirits, food, and restaurants. Awesome. Oh my god. Notice like Epic didn't make the list, for example, that you brought that up. That kind of shocked me. That is an oversight if yeah. I was to I agree with no, that. No, granted. Uh what what was the author's name? Uh author's name was Sarah Freeman. Sarah is doing a great job. She's working hard. She just hasn't tried them all, and that's okay. I'm not gonna fault them. I'm nope. not gonna fault her for that. Nope. Yeah. Nope, not at all. I I am I am denying you that because I just brought up her article for best sour beers and love or hate it. There's no Jolly Pumpkin on there. And Uh. if you literally ask any sour maker or any beer maker that makes sours in the U.S., Ron Jeffries is the fucking man and they will sing his praise. Like when we had Jester King on, um, his name was like a, a drink every time you hear it type uh, episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when, I mean, they've got Rev Brews, which Marty does great stuff over there, but, and they, they got like uh, um, 3F on there, Allagash, Sierra Nevada, uh, New Belgium, they're South. That's not even their, their nice. I have no idea. <laughs> can I share a funny just, story? Uh, go for it. Distribution. Yeah. So you, you mentioned like, you know, Oh, I can get dragon's milk like down the street here which is true right it, they're they're everywhere so a couple of years ago i went to go visit my brother in los angeles he's a cinematographer out there and he wanted me to help on a on a short film awesome you know we had a great time and then uh the next day we went to go see uh the lighthouse uh uh the Willem Dafoe robert patson movie at the alamo draft house never been to one of those theaters before right and uh, uh you got your your white clock you ready for this all right let's go according to 
Facebook here. Dan has to drink a warm white claw for this. But uh, yeah, that's what it says right there. Facebook, don't lie. White claw. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I got one on my porch. I'll give it to you. But uh, it's probably a hot white claw. (laughs) (laughs) So at the Alamo Draft House, about to watch this movie, and my brother goes, Hey, they have a full bar here. They got food. They'll just bring it right to your seat. And I hadn't experienced that at that point. I was like, Oh, awesome. I'll have what you're having. I'm so excited because, yeah, I'm going to get some like, California beer that I can't get back in Michigan. And then my brother goes, we'll take two two-hearteds, please. Like, <laughs> awesome. I'm not upset. Great beer. Love it. Have it every day. So, <laughs> I think it's something to say about like what you can get here, but also the fact that if you were an expat to Michigan, you'd probably love the fact that you can oh, get yeah. two-hearted. Uh, over in California, as opposed to like having to wait till you get to Michigan. So yeah. I, I I understand the the want to drink it and the love. Obviously, he didn't understand like when you when you go out, you don't want to drink what you can drink at home. You want to drink something that you can't. Yeah. Um, even though I might disagree with some other hosts about how you should drink those beers, like you should just grab a pint of it instead of a flight of it. Um, uh, you can you can get like six beers in a flight versus. <laughs> One, uh, yeah, exactly. You know what, Dan? When so many different kinds. When so many people, when I when I'm usually the 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 DD, I can't go that hard, and uh, maybe that's why I'm bitter against all of you because I'm stuck being the DD uh, whenever I drive anywhere. Maybe <laughs> Dan, Dan's like, I don't deny it. It happens. Yeah, okay. it, might, it might be. I usually you know. go hard, too hard, too fast. You know, I order the pitcher of beer, and uh, I'm stuck. Um, that is going to do it with the better on draft. Dennis, uh, you do have a website. You do reviews. Where can they find you again? You can find me at the pintsidesreview.com. It's a uh, stupid reviews from a stupid person. So go check out what I got to say about a lot of stuff. Well, we will be excited to see Dan's commentary there. As you said, it was stupid reviews from stupid people. That's going to do it better on draft. The news segment, July 28, 2023. We are not on next week because we're going to be at Loaded Dice Brewing checking out their new space uh, and doing a live show. Dan's going to be in town. Wendy's coming on over. Uh, so we're going to be talking to Jeff, checking that out. Uh, and then we will be back uh, not the week after because I will be gone, but the week after that. So, yes, uh, stay tuned. Watch us. Follow us on all of our social medias. Again, Dan, where can you f- they find better on draft? Uh, everywhere rumble kick x are we on threads yet we keep bringing we're, that we're on threads we're on threads we're on, we're on threads um i don't know porn hub grinder grinder uh facebook tiktok instagram untapped youtube twitch all that fun stuff and no matter what you think of your beer we think it's better on draft have a good night cheers